Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Unicorn Cleaning Services and you can find all the details about our sponsor on our bio um, on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're here with Paul Gray, my co-host. Paul, how are you? Joyous as usual, Danny. How about yourself? Yeah, yeah, basically the same. Here, episode 21. 21, 21 episodes old. I'm looking forward to yet another instalment of the podcast where neither of us have got very much to moan about. <laughs> oh. and I'm not, but I'll be sat here with bated breath because I know that you'll have some sort of radical critique from Saturday. There might be a few wee quips here and there. Oh, here we go. Nah, we'll wait and see. <laughs> we'll wait and see if it pops up. But uh, 21 episodes old. I was thinking to myself, when, what was I doing when I was 21? I can't mind. Going to Fatties, the Mardi, uh, listening to the Liber- going to see the Libertines and the bands like proper good bands, indie bands, you know, like the, mm-hmm. the, the dribble that gets served up nowadays. The tripe that you get served up, like you says, the stuff in the charts. Oh, there's uh, drum and bass nonsense and, yeah, <laughs> geese. Kardashians and all. Kardashian. When the Kardashians in the chart? Well, you never know, they probably have been. <laughs> <laughs> Billboard Top 100. <laughs> Billboard Top 100. It went all American there. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. but like us, hopefully this podcast has aged well when you hit 21. Um, and it's a downhill for you then, to be honest. So after this episode, it's downhill. That's it. <laughs> it's nice while it lasted. <laughs> but here... Let's kick off with yet another one. Come on, Dundee, you're spoiling us. A third one on the trot. And a well-deserved one. A well-deserved one. Definitely. I mean, a few nervy moments for Hamilton. Uh, but apart from that, I came away for that game. Well, I went into the game thinking we're going to win it and came away uh, looking at what had happened, feeling that yeah, we deservedly won that. Yep. Totally agree with you. Again, kind of like the Wraith game, I was feeling like we're going to win. We're we're definitely going to win. And I wasn't surprised really at all. Mm -hmm. So happy days. (laughs) I think the only negative, and there's a negative, the only negative is that I was only only 1-0. I was hoping. Yeah. yeah. uh, But I think Hamilton looked at the game plan and kind of they got on Robertson's back quite early two men on them and hassled them, harried them. So they kind of knew where the danger was and they'd done well doing that. And yeah, if they, if they never done that, we probably could have looked at maybe more than a 1-0 victory. But yeah, it's uh, it's still a victory nonetheless. So my, my main moan isn't really a moan, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it still comes under the moan category. Yeah, it'll still come oh. under, yeah. The history books will look at it as a moan. and. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I kind of agree with you though, because mm-hmm. obviously before the game at the pub, you know, by speaking again, that this was going to be the game that would give them a doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was all ready for it, you know, because obviously it was pushing Ryan on the the lead up, and I was going to be coming on here while I was raining cats and dogs, and then it was raining goals at the ends, <laughs> but sadly not. <laughs> so that's that fucking kibosh. <laughs> but I'm. Um... It was it was a good display, good good defensive display, good midfield display, and up top it was a hard task because the Hamilton defence kind of knew what their game plan was, and they did do it well. We, we did have like chances and, and probably our own failings stopped us from like properly creating more chances, but all over it was a good solid display from the the team, and we just picked up where we left off uh, last week, and we've kept that going. That's exactly it. And actually, I totally forgot, before we even get into the Hamilton game, we've got to heap praise on the, the ground staff for even getting the game going. Oh, the Brian Brian Robertson, yeah. uh, Brian Robertson, junior and senior. Because um, like, a few days before, you know, obviously, like it says, well, raining cats and dogs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pushing down for a good few good few days solid. I was like, this game's not going to happen. But then when the tweet came out saying there's no, no inspection, I was here, fair play to the boys, like, I mean, the pitch looked good, all things considered. Like, it was a bit, well, okay, it was slow, grass a wee bit long, but so what? We got the game, and we got to go to the game, and we got to see Dundee win and get it right up John Rankin. <laughs> I, the, uh, 
the, the both brands done really well. Like you say, it never looked like a pitch that had just been hammered to be uh, ready no. for for the past two or three days. Uh, they done. No. I think somebody said that they actually went past in the middle of the night and the lights were on, so they must have been running the clock. I'm sure I've seen that as well, actually. And I, think, uh, I think maybe Young Brian acknowledged it, so that hmm. must have been. Uh, but f- yeah, fair play because past few seasons when you've seen rain like that, nine times out of ten it's ended up in a postponement. Hmm. Uh, but no, this I, time. I remember, uh, remember Brian Junior saying something about like when the, I think it was when they relayed the turf. Mm-hmm. What they did was basically drilled into the ground a wee bit more to help with the drainage. So I mean that's that's obviously helped but again you know fair play to them for effectively getting the game going <laughs> i know because it would have been horrible to obviously for the game to be off anyway but because of the run that we just started putting ourselves in that would have mm-hmm. kind of slowed down the momentum yep so yeah absolutely totally agree. applaud you well done well done I'll raise, I'll raise my san miguel <laughs> hopefully Hopefully the, the club had a good few drinks for them. Uh, ready at the bar once they finish their wee touch-up jobs at the end of the match. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But uh, yeah, anyway, going to the game, like you said, a, a defensive performance very good. But I thought, again, it was kind of like the Wraith game where it was it was just like a pure team mm-hmm. performance for me. Um, nothing, was, uh, be funny, nothing was getting past Sweeney, Ashcroft and McGee, man. Pfft. See them at the back three? They're absolutely... That like brick wall. <laughs> no one was getting past them except that chance that Lawler saved. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll speak about that later. We'll speak about that later. You know, you got got to give teams a wee chance. Well, you know, that's that's the thing, Paul. I mean, you can hear the best defence in the world, but there are always be one or two chances that the opposition will sneak in, and that's what they basically did. Hamlin, they sneaked in a chance, and mm. I mean, mm. what a save! What a save from Lawler, a, a double save. But it's a double save. Technically. There was already blown because Sweeney put his napper right at the boy's boot and got a free but, kick. But for that header to go into the boy's feet, I can't even remember who took the shot. What was that? Can't mind anyway. Um, it's a split second, so mm-hmm. nobody's heard that whistle because it's like a split second off of Sweeney's napper mm-hmm. and it goes to the boy and he hits it first time and again Lawler touched it over the bar. Yeah. Fucking absolutely tremendous. That see from where we were sat at the dairy, we were right in the halfway line basically. As soon as the ball got whipped in, we were like, that's a goal. That just needed a touch. And it was see at the time I didn't even realise that he made a double save. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I watched back the replay and I was like, bloody hell man. I I was the same as well. I was like, did he get that or was it cleared off like a player's head or shin? And then you see it, it's like regardless of the ref, like you say, that split second. He's still done it. He's still got the ball. He's still touched oh, it over. Fantastic. Especially for... Unbelievable. It's a great save and another good performance. Again, a few wee, wee nervy bits for him. Um, I think the back pass. You see that one? The boy. Yeah. And about the 90th minute. <laughs> oh, the 90th minute. No, there was two. Uh, the 90th minute. We slaps, <laughs> but Ashcroft kind of... The, the ball... Maybe it's the pitch at that point. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, but, but the ball just kind of slows down. And then... Also, Lawler just slips and you just think, oh, but he gets up and gets rid of the bar. That was a poor pass back. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, maybe the, the ball just held up in the grass, like God knows what. But after it, once it got cleared, the, the camera kind of pans and you could see Ashcroft going radio rental mm-hmm. at somebody. And you're like, mate, that was your fault. Because <laughs> <laughs> I kind of he was shouting at, but you're like, mate. You didn't have to give him a decent enough pass back for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. And I think there was one, I can't remember who it was now, McGee or somebody. It's not really fucking much to speak about, to be honest, but they pass it back with a <laughs> knee and he's got ah the time in the world and he's like he panics and just goes oh, the bar. Like, <laughs> that was in the first half. Yeah. Sure, that was in the first half. And, but, but if he thighs it back to the keeper, it's no pass back. It's no pass back, no. I guess got to be. But then Lawler just like fucking gets the laces through it. See you later. Goes in orbit, man. <laughs> but apart from that, if in doubt, if in doubt, mate, kick it. it out. Apart from that, then two wee ones. Eh, it's uh, another good performance from the keeper that absolutely got ripped apart for me, you, everyone, everybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, brilliant performance. But it's no shown on like the the highlights or that. But there was a uh, it was the second half. They've got a corner, and it's like every man was in the box. 
every man was around the goalkeeper. There was mm-hmm. about 20 boys, Dundee and Hamilton, 20 boys. Ball comes in and he goes right through them. I've used this expression before, but he rose like a salmon and just caught that ball. And see that for me, I was like, that'll do me. I'll <laughs> always do you. So, I, lo- I, love, I love seeing that keeper just come out and go, that's mine. Had that. It's been missing it then far too long. Keepers just, uh, it's, I don't know what it is, but the, the keeper's rooted to the line. No common command in their six yard box, at least. Still work on that, but. Um, vampire vampire goalkeepers. Vampire goalkeepers. Yeah, they're feared the crosses. <laughs> and that's all we have time for this week, folks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks again. See you later. <laughs> Fuck me, Paul. Have you never heard that before? I, I didn't want to hear that. I've heard that. And I'll probably give the same reaction. I don't want to hear a joke like that again. Strike one. Strike one. No worries. I'm not not accepting that, by the way. You can have people listen to this. Yeah, they'll probably be pushing themselves as well. (sighs) Dear God. Dear God. That's one for the oldies out there, you know. (laughs) But here, listen. Another uh, first start for Sean Byrne. And a good long wire. Wire? While. Um... And, yep, tongue-tied yet again. And <laughs> Williamson played in front of him. What did they say last week? It looked like a wee lease of life for Williamson. And, and let's not just say it's it's all down to burn that he's playing like that. No. He's, he's came into the game, but he's in the correct position with the correct players around him. He's always going to play better, and I thought he was outstanding again. He was getting stuck in. I think... I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did, because he was getting that much stuck in. It looked like he was picking up a knock... But he kept going. He was getting oh, tackles and look at his pass for the goal for Jordan. I don't. I, I don't even know where to start with their with the two of their performances. And I think you mentioned that last week. It was like with Burn being there, kind of complimented Williamson, allowed Williamson to just go about his game and do mm-hmm. what he does. And it happened there. I mean, the pair of them were just. Phew. My my standouts for the game were obviously Lawler, but then in, I mean. <clears throat> I thought McMullen had a good game as well, but it was definitely Lawler, Williamson and Byrne. Mm-hmm. I mean, honourable mention to Ashcroft, apart from that pass back, because I think Ashcroft had every ball that <laughs> went towards him. Yeah. Um, but Williamson, pff, I thought he would, I thought he should have been, probably took off maybe 10 minutes before he eventually went off, because he looked gubbed. Yeah. Like, he was gubbed. Um, it was funny though, like you see when you see him, like I mentioned, his haircut and that he looks like a wee pop star, you know, like he's his haircut and his sun sunbed glow, yeah. <laughs> socks down his ankles. But like you said, he was everywhere and he was like getting stuck in playing class passes. He was just unplayable class. Yeah, like you say that that pass for the goal, he, he looks like it's not just that and hope he's looking. Yeah. He knows where he's putting it. And let's, let's not take away other credit, because the, the, the pass he got was for Burn. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Burn started that goal. I'm not saying he made the I, goal. <laughs> I said that to my old boy when we were walking down the stairs, and he was like, ah, we shot with that Burn. <laughs> <laughs> you and that Sean Burn. We're building, <laughs> them, Burn. we're building them up massively. I know, yeah. But actually, technically, it started for a, a defensive header. For French. French, yeah. Good old Frenchy. All of them. He was solid. I was my dad's man in a match. He said that. He was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said he's, he's a big... I seen, sorry, I seen some in, in a paper saying that he might have a niggle, the injury. But did you see him? I don't know. I think he... Never really he showed in his performance or that. No, nah, I just think... I just Again, I think he... I don't think he'll not be here long either, I think. He keeps playing the way he is. I know he's still got like eighteen months on his deal, like, but I don't think he'll be here because he's he, no be funny. I think he's too good for us, that French. But that's mm. my opinion. Hmm. My opinion. Sorry. I'll wager that he at least sees it as to your to your deal. I hope he does because he's quality. Yeah. Yeah, like you said. Well, start start for French burn again. Just burn being burn. Mm-hmm. Just gets the ball down. Boy's coming to him. He doesn't even flinch. He's like, ah, pff, see you later, mate. Skins a boy and just plays a pass. It's just Sean Byrne. <laughs> like, cool as you like, mate. Mm-hmm. Cool as a cucumber. Whatever. But that pass for Williamson, bloody hell. Yeah. I mean, it's just a wee glance. And... Yeah. And let's know, uh, 
take the shine all off a running's past into the box. You see McMullen making the run, and I mean, it didn't come with the Hamilton defenders, Frank, and he just, I think the Hamilton defender sees him running and just lets him run in front of him. But mm-hmm. fantastic pass for Rudden. He was really good when he came on, put himself about. Yeah. Um, it was kind of night and day for, well, Sheridan. That wasn't the best performance for, for him, to be honest. Uh, You're hoping, hoping he, he kind of clicks, but it just none seemed to go right for him. No. Yep. Didn't there seem to be a lot of energy about him? You know what I mean? There was a ball that got whipped into him, and it was like, all he had to do was kind of like control it, but it was like, he just he jumped over it, and the ball went through him, mm-hmm. and you were like, what are you doing, mate? A lot of miscommunication, I think, as well. I just, I think we're better suited to be running, coming on, playing beside Robinson or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I think the performances Rodden's been putting in lately shows... No, I'd not had the, no being in about the goals, but he'll be setting them up. That'll do me. That'll do the me. Thing with that, that thing with, with Rudden, um for the goal, I mean, great we run. Great pass, yep, great we run. But what I thought was quality was how he kind of delayed his cross. Because mm-hmm. obviously he's seen McMullen coming, and he just delays it at just enough time. And then low and hard across the box, and then McMullen just comes in and just slots it home. I mind getting told that when I was primary school. Like that was the first football coach ever said to me. See when you get to that position, son, low and hard. <laughs> you didn't see people doing it, but see that the way he skinned the defender as well, man. It's like he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He's got he's he's got talent. Like he just needs that that finished article. You know, he's well, he's not the finished article, but he, I think he'll get there. Mm-hmm. But it was great, great, great pass. Skinned the defender. Great ball into the box. Boom, one 0 That'll do. Aye, I think, uh, like I say, it was well-deserved. But for the second week on the trot, bar half-beef post and they didn't go in. That was, I, I didn't see that, well, I seen the boy way to take a shot. I didn't think it was going to get as close as that. Because we yeah. kind of limited them. Apart from the, the save in this first half, we limited them to next to nothing. That was long-range shots. And when he took that one, I thought, nah. <laughs> and next thing again, rattling after one post and another. That's like fucking hell. If that was a if that was a centimeter mm-hmm. over, that was in. I was hitting the post and going in. How the hell it's went there on the ground and then on the other posts. Like even when it came for the rebound, I thought they were going to finish it. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Sweeney that basically got and put his body on the line and got it cleared. But bloody hell, heart in the mouth stuff. That like <laughs> that was that was. But like you say, apart from that, I mean. I think the last 15 minutes, it seemed like the team just, I don't know, I kind of thought, nah, we've won this, but there was a wee bit of nervousness because we'd get the ball, kick it up, and we kind of invite Hamilton in to get chances. And I kind of, that's yeah. accurate enough. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, I agree with you. Nothing came of it. But it does seem a little bit like of, but then we just kind of picked it back up again, seen the game out, and up three points for Dundee. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. <laughs> it was uh, at one point, it was Ayr, 28 points, Morton, 28 points, and Dundee, 28 points. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we're still technically third in the league, but everybody on that like joint first just shows you how mad this league is. Oh, yeah. And I think we play Ayr before Christmas at some point mm-hmm. so that'll be down there and we've got to reverse that uh, the result the last time we played them but that's yeah. maybe looking too far ahead still got still got cup action and all that beforehand eh? but oh, yeah, yeah. what was your thoughts on the Hamilton team whether what you thought I think Rankin basically set them up, like you said, to kind of probably limit us to shots from edge of the box. I thought tactically he was, I thought tactically he pretty much spot on, but there wasn't really any standout players. I think mm-hmm. anyway. Um, I did like the right back though. I think his name was Doyle. Mm-hmm. So he thought he was decent. He looked good. I mean, for me, he looked good technically. Like yeah. I quite liked him, but the rest of them, nah. The wee man in the middle of pack number eight, I think it's Arm Smith. Afi angry man. Who's no Martin? I was, Somebody Martin. I thought it was not. I thought it was Aaron Smith, but they're number eight anyway. I saw saw Ashcroft uh, 
going up and having words with him at the end of the game because he was, yeah, he was trying to get boys sent off and he was just being a wee, a wee dick. A wee dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wee d- oh, it, you hate playing against players like that, but I, you like players like that obviously on your team. Well, know that because he was shite. He was just a wee dick and he, he was shite, so... Yeah, he was pretty shite, yeah, yeah, but nah, I quite like that. One, one boy behind me said, this Hamilton, Kenny says, what a change for Hamilton, they used to be, uh, what, what a big hatchet men, and now they're just Devon wee bastards. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I can't remember, somebody else had a wee go at that, uh, that wee dick in the second half, and I can't mind who it was. I, I generally can't mind. But you even, go back to the goal with Byrne, when he skins a boy, the boy left the trailing leg and kind of caught Byrne, and mm-hmm. once Burns released the ball. You can actually see him turn around to the guy, like pointing his finger at him, like he's going to have him. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you, you, Mir. <laughs> you, Mir. You, it. Mir. That's it. Yeah. No, nah, I didn't think didn't think too much of them. But um, they're playing a high press, so we're kind of stopping us doing what we're doing. I think Robinson, like you said, ah, well. Like I said, I don't think Robinson was kind of at the races, but it was the way that Hamilton were playing. They go, he's a danger man, he's the hold-up boy, let's just put boys on him. And then you notice a couple of times during the or first half anyway, him and Sheridan were switching, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and it just it just wasn't working. And I always felt like every ball that got hit up to them, you know, Easton was just there to head it back. thought he had a, he had a no-bad game, Easton. No-bad game. Yeah. To be fair, so did the, the keeper actually, Fulton, because... Yeah. Ashcroft could have scored right towards the end of the game. I totally forgot about that until I watched the highlights. Was that no before the goal? I think it was I before. Mean. It was before the goal, I think. I'll put my house on it being that. Well, calm down. <laughs> Get wound up about that for some reason. Um... <laughs> sorry, Danny. <laughs> oh, man. For a lapse in concentration. I'm sorry, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but it was some oh, save, like. It was some save. It was, because it just seemed to be... It was a low hard-driven shot like through defenders and the keeper done well. Yep, yeah, yep. Could be more, but 1-0. I've said it all the time. I'll take a 1-0. That's it. Every game. Every game. It's three points and they're still at the bottom. Get it round them. <laughs> they will <laughs> definitely be them. bottom two this season. Definitely. Definitely. They didn't look... I mean, the boy Ryan, striker, he looks all right. He's meant to be their danger, man. He looks no bad. Mm-hmm. But... Apart from that, nah. Nah, they've not got much about them, have they? Nah, there's a reason they're bottom. Yeah. Um, Unlucky, John. <laughs> Mere tears at dens for John Rankin. Oof, get the balls out. <laughs> so I think that's three times we've played them this season. Three defeat, uh, three wins and six goals. And then conceded. Oof. Look at you. <laughs> Done some. Have you been working on some notes and that before? Maybe came on. Am I here? We last year. Am I here? We last. <laughs> My man, well done you. I'm. I'm proud of you. Honestly, I'm. I'm. I'm like very proud. <laughs> well, that's seven games undefeated now. Three ones on the trot. Um, so I'm looking good now. It looks like we're hitting hitting the the kind of form that we wanted Dundee to to hit, and at the right time. That's what we said. You hit the form at this time and get through into January windy and a good form. Get your team what you need strengthened or back up in for injuries or anything like that and then just see you the season. And hopefully that's what, well, say see you the season. It sounds awfully pessimistic to say that at the January windy, but you can what I mean. I just, I let's get, just keep it going. Just, just, uh, um, one thing though was a bit disappointing was the attendance on, on Saturday. It's like 800. Yeah. No, what was it? Just 800 fans down. And I know I think Riff took, what was it, five? 500 fans? Something like that. Riff yeah. had a really good, really good turnout. So it's a shame to see that there's not missing fans because, I mean, people can pick and choose when they go to games. But on looking at uh, a third consecutive win, we'll potentially be doing about 200, 300 fans, but I think we can probably put maybe the weather down as a factor because that was bloody oh, yeah, ball yeah. yeah, definitely. Like my, my old boy usually goes to the pub on a Friday with his pal. Mm-hmm. Even he wouldn't go out and see if the weather's getting in the way of my old man going for a beer. You know it's bad. <laughs> so, yeah. You can, it's calm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. He's like, that, you definitely know that, you know, 
yeah, the weather's shite. Yeah. But I mean, listen, Hamilton are a notorious event for not having a great crowd, a great following. But I mean, fair play to the. I mean, how how many came through for them? You'd be lucky if there was eighty, probably. You had a hundred and what's the match report? One hundred and seventeen. I wouldn't have said there was that many, like. But fair enough, if it was 117, was that three buses probably? Yeah. Um, fair, fair play to them because the vast majority of folk that reside in Hamilton probably go to the old firm games. Mm-hmm. I know, yeah, Ham- so. Hamilton fans get a, like, like just to kind of go on a bit, what I'd say there about the, the girls, no kind of go to anybody for no going to games. Like you say, you can pick and choose what games you go to. I just, when you see the big kind of drop and I know like a big part of that's a ten, uh, away, um, just kind of look at it and think, you think, you take me, your body's coming through the door, but like you say, weather-wise, awful, awful weather. A lot of boys may Weather-wise, cost of living. Cost of living and all that, yeah. Run up to Santa Claus, all that. That's <laughs> it, all takes an effect. But Hamilton, ridiculed mm. countless times through the years for first the home support and the away support, but Kim, what, the home support has always been like that for as long as I've been a Dundee fan, and the away support hasn't been any better. You got to kind of applaud the fans that that are going to that. Eh, you can tuck the piss and slag them because what was that the the old the old boy doing in England? You got no fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we can tuck the piss like that, but obviously fair play to the boys that that go in the weekend. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never <laughs> attempt that again in my life. I might actually get the oh. Ryan to, to, to bleep that out. Ryan, you better know. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. I want to listen to that, man. Bro, you got no fans. <laughs> Brilliant. Nah, fair play to them. Fair play. Fair Aye. play. But, oh, they went home sad. We need oh, points. Violin. Oh, well. Oh. Yeah. I'll get my small violin out for them. <laughs> so that's it. Still sitting third on the table. Uh, one point off air because it was two all against Cali with them. Yeah. Uh, Riff pumped by Queen's Park, so they're still there behind us. And Morton. That's some result. That's some result. That like. that's Stark's Park. El Starko mm. as well. So mm. they are looking like a team that's going to be bang on form, to be honest. Uh, and then you've got Morton yeah. keeping up. They're good run of form. And, Surprised at that. Yeah. But it's weird because you read about some of their other match reports, performances, and people are saying they played good, they've done well, but against us, Ken, but I, I don't know if it's just a case of get to Dens and get a point. That's probably what that was. Hard place totally. to go and get a win, get a point, no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still looking still looking tight at the top, um, but it's looking better. Much better. I mean, what, there was at one point, I think it was probably the part of game, when we were 2-0 down, I think we were sitting 7th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, 7th in the league. Do you know what I mean? And then three wins, boom, we're basically uh, I was looking a at point it. off the top. Look at it. Unbelievable. Pine and Bovril tweeted, kind of always do like the six games, last six games, how many points you got? Some turnaround against Partick. So we're sitting top, we, what is it, oh, Morton? 14, 14 points. Yeah. Partick in the last six games, three points. That's some some turnaround. That I mean, they have shot themselves in the foot massively. I've just got a massive grin on my face. <laughs> Great. The only bad thing Stuff about them, them winning is I kept Ian McCall in the job first. Well, yeah, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. I'll just say, but, is uh, that a good the, thing? Is it no? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We should have maybe <laughs> should have probably done like a countdown to see like how many. How many Arab bastard managers will be left at the end of the season? <laughs> <laughs> I think this league's destined to be full of them. Yeah, swines. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Falk, uh, the Falkirk, um, uh, part of camp, I'm, like it says, I've got a big smile on my face. I'm happy that mm-hmm. they're. I guess probably stems from the when we beat, well, when we got beat, you know, the first game of the season for them, because that was a bit of a downer, like, you know. They lost so it just up. to see that. <clears throat> yeah. That they treat honestly, I, they treated it like they had won the league. They that was it in the bag, and ever mm-hmm. since that win, every time Dundee dropped points, they were on Dundee's official Twitter account, dropping comments and uh, keep up the chase, lads, and kind of ah that ah the wee snidey wee comments that you love to make but you hate to be on the receiving end of. Yeah, you're sitting there fizzing. Yeah, and now <laughs> shoes on the other foot a wee bit. Biding my time. <laughs> 
Yep. Just well, just like I said, just quietly, mm-hmm. quietly go about the business. Pick up points here and there. Pick up clean sheets. You know, I mean, I, I'm happy the way things are going. Mm-hmm. Just now. Well, like I said, this is a, a pod where we're not moaning. No, not the positive, not the clean sheet. So that's Correct. take away the first half of the Partick game, two and a half games without conceding. Mm-hmm. Things are looking good, man. Especially when what is it? Month and a half ago, me and you were just moaning about what was it? Just leaking goals. Conceding three every single game. Yeah, gifting, <laughs> leaking. There you go, chaps. On you, go score a goal. Um, <laughs> but you're right. I think I was hesitant to saying it's clicking a couple of weeks back when you kind of says, "Nah, I think it is." And here, hands up. I think you were right, mate. Knock me over with feather. <laughs> I've given. I've admitted. <laughs> I've admitted I was wrong, and you, 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 you might be right. Let's see. <sighs> <laughs> That's another win for Paul Gray. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like the boy does the F1. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Go for that, man. <laughs> I feel like that FIFA gift thing, you know, with the fake, with the nay trophy. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Somebody needs, to put, right. somebody needs to put your purse on that boy. <laughs> uh, dinner, dinner. <laughs> I'm not getting into Photoshop. Like, uh... I'm pretty sure the Dense Park Choir will be over that. <laughs> That'd be far, like. <laughs> but here, like, like so, we've won. 1 0. Happy days. But looking at it, there isn't much talking points. We're, we've managed to sling a hundred, uh, 30 minutes out of this. But there isn't much oh. talking points. It was just a. Uh, um, there you go, sign, seal, deliver. There's the one. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. No bells and whistles. You know, there you go. Like, like I said, confident going into the game, and when you came out walking down the dairy steps, you were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, that was inevitable. But I mean, it was, well, I didn't want to get too cocky about it. But nah, like I said, I was confident about it, and we got the one. So, pff. yeah. And then just had one swift beer, and then it was <laughs> up the road. I mean, I'm not getting too cocky about it, but we'll definitely win the Scottish Cup this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our time. It's our time. time. <laughs> I like how you've done that again because then that leads like smoothly into yeah. our next game. Yes, it's the Scottish Cup up next week at the Kilmac Stadium. Next week, this week. Um, this week. It's also released on a Monday. So, yeah, we're playing Airdrieonians, formerly Air United. Airdrie United. Jesus Christ, Danny. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you weren't wrong about speaking shite. It's, it's just fluent the day, isn't it? Oh, it is verbal. Yeah. Verbal diarrhea. <laughs> but we're up against old foes, Airdrie. I remember them way back when I first started going to the games in the 90s and we had some battles against them in the old first division. They were... I don't, don't mind them at all. They were a dirty team back then. Oh, it's a dirty team back then. Um, maybe the same. They may be the same. Well, they're not the same. They're a different club anyway, but um, you know what I mean. Um, I mean, I was looking through the team. There's no no many that I recognise anyway, but no. the, the only one that stood out was uh, the manager, <laughs> Reese McCabe. Is, Who's the gaffer? Is he, you know, about 12? Yeah. <laughs> 31. <laughs> Fucking hell. I, I'm, I'm positive I remember seeing like uh, it got announced that he got made manager and then mm-hmm. I, I just totally forgot. And I was looking through the team, googled Airdrie as manager, Reese McCabe. Like, what? Oh, well. Cannot be. Yeah, he still plays, he doesn't play all the games, but he still plays. But he was like one of those, you know, the, the Rangers starlings, you know, he was going to be one of the next big things. Oh, yeah. There was a couple of them around that time, but I can't, I can't, can't mind any of their names. Like, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did, how do we look at the team as well? And I think the only player I really recognised was uh, Charlie Telfer. That's probably the oh, only name. Didn't even realise that. Yep. Um, Was he no mini Messi at one point? He he never done much in his career. None, none against Dundee anyway, off the top of my head. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, there's no much you know, look at I think Airdrie are the team in that League 1 that uh, 
I think a few a few seasons back last season, I think they were looking good for coming up. Queen's Park beat them in the playoffs, but they've always been the team that I think they're just going to go that extra wee bit and get promoted, but they kind of flounder. Uh, yeah. and it's like they're sort of destined to be stuck in that league but like you say there's can I preview this game that much because I didn't care much about the team well I remember um, actually it was the Dundee Wraith game at Wraith start of the season and it was when McGuigan was on was it? because I put Falkirk on a win mm-hmm. on McCoupin and Airdrie pumped them 4-0 <laughs> and <laughs> still bailing about that. Anyway, um, but after he started that, they started the league good. Yeah. But then they got absolutely annihilated for that Edinburgh, Edinburgh City or FC, FC. Edinburgh, whatever, whoever that are. You know what I mean? Bloody running track on their stadium. Anyway, <laughs> um, they got pumped for them six 0 at home, and then they just fell off a cliff. Mm-hmm. I think they got a decent result after that, actually. But then they've just nosedived. Now they're just languishing in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. I think this... So you're you're probably pretty much bang on there that they're forever destined to remain in that league. Mm-hmm. Well done, Danny. Yeah, well, we insightful knowledge about a team that I've not got a clue about. Honestly, I'm <laughs> really proud of you this episode. But we have not won against them uh, since 2007. Yeah, but how many times have we played them? 14. Won five, drew four, lost five. The last four meetings against them, it's been... Well, actually, eh, last four, uh, it was in the 2008-2009 season. Two draws, and we finished it with two defeats. So technically, mm. they've been on beaten against us since 2009. Wow. What a record they've got. They've got an exceptional record. <laughs> but we have played them in the Scottish Cup. 2006. We... This bloody website's going slow. Uh, well, one all away for him, and then replay at Dens and meet them 2 0. Two games, same tie, replay, pumped them out of the cup. Good. But I think that's when they were kind of in the same league as us as well. Um, yeah. But obviously, now we've got the. Was it. Is it good to say cushion of being. I knew you were about to say that. Did you? Yeah, I just I knew it. I just knew it. It probably is. Well, probably is. It probably is now. It's open to interpretation, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I would say. I would say. Yeah, we've got a cushion. But I mean, is Boyer going to play the full strength boys, full strength team? Mm-hmm. Is he going to bring in boys that are on the periphery? I think it will be the latter, though. I think it will. Judging by his press conference, you know, no press conference. Judging by his post-match interview. Where he was kind of like, it's, it's not just the, the starters, it's the finishers as well. Mm-hmm. So every player that's on the bench is ready to go, you know, at the beck and call. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah, we'll see. I, like to see. I think there'll be a few guys in there. I like to see Finlay Robertson get a wee chance. Knew you were waiting to say that. Are we on the same length today? Mate, 100%. Honestly. 100%. It's like a pure wavelength. Is that, we should be posting that gift that you love of the stepbrothers. Yeah. That we just become <laughs> best mate. <laughs> yeah. Want to go do some karate in the garage? <laughs> Was- mate, honestly, bang on. I'd, I'd like to see him start. I thought when he came on, um, I mean, how long was he on for? About, about 20 minutes or something. I kind right, of thought long. the game, nah, I thought the game maybe kind of passed him by a wee bit. But I mean, he had a couple of good touches and that. I, I, I definitely... He was getting stuck yeah, I'd in. Want, I'd, want to see, I'd want to see him. I want to see him play. Mm-hmm. He's a boy that has got talent. I've spoken about him loads of times on on this pod, or maybe the last uh, incarnation of a Dundee pod. Massive fan of him. I just, I think what kind of stopped him playing more games is Sean Byrne came into a game because when Sean Byrne signed for Dundee, he wasn't really that good. No, he wasn't really that good. His performances weren't that good. And how dare you? I know how. I mean, <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> but it's, it's true though. Um, <laughs> Robertson played really well with Dorns, and both of them had a really good wee partnership. And yeah. then I think was it Robertson got injured? I think he might have been injured for a few weeks. Bund came in and just started playing the way we thought he was. He, <clears> he should be playing, and it's <throat> been kind of like that ever since. Um, though I'm quite surprised that when Bun was kind of sidelined this season. 
you never seen Robertson get much of a chance on the pitch. Mm. Uh, it could have been a good time to bleed him in that that uh, position again. But hey ho, what's done is done. Um, Water under the bridge. Yep, that's it. Um, let's look to the future and hopefully see boys like Robertson getting a wee chance to play. It's like say, Kenny's got ability, and if we kind of get him mere minutes on the pitch, we've got a player there, definitely. The thing is, I mean, you know, actually, I'm going to take back what I said about the, he'll probably field, you know, these kind of players that are on the edge. I think he will probably play the full team, mm-hmm. the full strength team. And then, what, is there no five? Is there still five subbies you can make? I think five subbies, six of uh, one goes off with uh, a concussion or a head knock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he'll, he'll use all five and he'll bring boys on, mm-hmm. Cameron and that as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Mulligan as well. And uh, we'll see. Mm. I was about to say, I never noticed before the game, I was tagged in uh, a tweet by Longus Forty memorabilia about uh, uh, giving away a Kami Kerr uh, signed print. Uh, and, and who won it? Aye, the sponsor won it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, question Convenient. marks. Convenient. <laughs> but mm. it wasn't until I was in the game. I think it was five minutes before kick-off that I went on my phone and I noticed that I was tagged in it and my first thought was, I'm pretty sure every time, sorry John, every time they've done this, we've been beaten. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be the first time that he's done this competition and actually he's been able to hand out a, a, a winner's prize here. <laughs> Superb. Superb. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> but so, what we're thinking then? I'm not going to do a prediction. We'll stop the predictions. 7 0. 7 0, yeah. I, 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 predict, I, I predict that every week. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it until it happens. <laughs> it's funny, you pick 7 against Air United. Do they know Hammer 7 against us one time? Probably. Nah, I'll go with. Nah, I think, it, again, it'll. It'll probably be a tough, it'll be a tough game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But again, I think we should have enough about her. Mm-hmm. Should definitely have enough about her to beat a team that's the league below. Yeah. Sitting sixth. Oh yeah. 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 Now nah, we should. Yeah. Should be comfortable. Didn't care about you, Paul. But obviously the World Cup kicked off yesterday. Ebno had a big. What's the word? I've no had desire. Desire to yeah, desire. That's I it. Want and a desire to watch this sham of a World Cup, and I'm glad Dundee's in the Funders League for once because we can continue yeah. seeing our team play. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, if, if you have a fan of a team in the top flight, horrible. You're not getting to see your team play during the season. Garbage. I know. I'd, I'd, I mean. Didn't really want to go out or get all too into it, but yeah, I'm like you. I've not really been that fussed about the build up and stuff. I don't even know what teams are playing, mm-hmm. what groups the teams are in or anything. I haven't even usually. I'll look at that and like kind of plan. Oh, I want to watch that game. Oh, mm-hmm. That's a mental yeah. note. I'm going to watch that one. This one, I'm like, no. Nah. I mean, the- you know, watch the watch the game of Qatar and Ecuador, and it was absolutely dug me. Mm-hmm. The second half, anyway, it was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably because the Ecuadorians were told that if you score another goal, you'll probably get yeah, <laughs> you'll, get in, you'll get in trouble. You'll get in trouble. <laughs> I mean, that was that we remember as well going about that the offer of the Qatar officials offered the Ecuadorians was a seven seven of them like millions of pounds and to, to throw this game and and it's not even a kicked off yet, not even no. kicked off the whole process of uh, the country getting the World Cup has been under the spotlight. Um, very suspect. I think it's very suspect. I think it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the money talks, isn't it? And the My timing. Dad. I know. Mm-hmm. Callum Edwards' old song. song. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah no, nah, I think. Um, Even the timing. Yeah, no, no yeah that, I mean. mate, that's, see, that for me, that's the big thing. Like, it's, it's, it's bloody winter. Mm-hmm. It's just like. We should be at like beer gardens watching exactly. it on a big screen. You know what I mean? Paul, I'm, I'm of... using your I'm using your saying, get up my head. 
Get out of my head. Even though <laughs> when they were making World Cups, we still love to go and watch them in the pub as an excuse to say, I'm going to go down to the lanes or something like that. It's not even called it. It was called lanes about 10 years ago. It shows you how long ago I was there. <laughs> still, call it, still call it lanes. Yeah. Still call it lanes. Tinsmith, I'm sure they had a wee bitty at the back and a wee you know, like TV and that or a big telly. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just... Nah. Nah. Who's your money on now? I mean, looking at some of the teams, I kind of gave it a wee look, and I don't think there's any teams that stand out for me. Mine's is on Qatar. <laughs> well, They'll pay the officials off in every game, apart from that one. Apart from, yeah. I mean, even if I like favourites like Germany half of the time, I'm not looking too clever. I just, I can't, anybody's. Brazil, mate. Well, that's one thing, actually. The heat would go in the favour of the South American teams like Argentina and Brazil. So, yeah, if I had to put my my hat on one of those pegs. As I say, I think it just made that up, to be honest. You're <laughs> um, good at that. You make, make a few your things up. What's it, what was the last one? Passes go awry. Uh, yep. Just say stuff and if anybody picks out about it, then you, you hold your hands up. If nobody does, then just go, just go with the floor. <laughs> I'm definitely going Brazil, but I would love Argentina to win it just for Messi. Yeah. That would be it. See if I was, if I was him, I'd just be like, right, that's me done, guys. He's there. Yep. Yeah, he's. That would be a good shout. A wee good shout. Mm-hmm. But anyway, World Cup. It's like any cup for us. We're never involved. So we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, actually, speaking of, what's his face? Borland, Steve Borland in, the, in a pub before the game. And he was kind of saying what we were saying. Like, mm-hmm. was, you know, glad that we're in the championship so we can watch Dundee because we're more interested in Dundee than this goddamn World Cup the only time we'll thank Mark McGee for being Dundee manager (laughs) dinner dinner I'm trying so only positive I can get out of his reign of terror against um, us (laughs) yeah that's it that's all you can get yeah but um, before we kind of move on to anything else before recording tonight, obviously the D for Life, they had their first AGM on Saturday. Well, I say first AGM, first kind of uh, since the rebranding, the rejuvenated board came on, uh, they had their first AGM. And I've not heard any snippets about it, but emails came out. And mm-hmm. uh, Paul, you've got it on your phone, haven't you? If you kind of want to dish out some of the info, because yeah. I've not got it on yeah. my phone, so... <laughs> That's all right. No, I mean, I'm glad I couldn't make it. I really wanted to go, actually. Um, I thought it was, we hadn't really heard much from it. So this email basically came out just as me and you went on to, went on to record. So I've only basically read it once. So see if you hear me stutter, then I'll laugh. All right? I think it's me anyway if you start stuttering, so... <laughs> you don't stutter, Danny. Don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that the email that's came out is basically reading... Thanks to all who attended uh, yesterday's AGM and contributed to what was an extremely passionate discussion about the future of Dundee FC. Um, this next part's good. It's clear that there's a significant concern a, a, among the members um, about the lack of communication and transparency of the future of the club, particularly with regards to obviously the new stadium development uh, and the possibility of becoming homeless if Dens Park is sold. Imagine that. Imagine being homeless. Like, that'll be that'll not be great um, if that was to happen. But the next part says we are accountable to you all, and as we said yesterday, we'll continue to ask questions of the board on your behalf and to use every means available to us to ensure the club engages with the fan base to ensure views of supporters are heard. This next part I thought was bang on. Um, to that end, we have once more written to Nelms and Keys to seek clarification about the plans for the future and to ask them to publicly reassure fans that adequate protections are in place to avoid any threat to our existence. Um, we'll get behind any proposals which we believe would be the best interest of Dundee, uh, but we cannot give our backing at the Camperdown project until the apparent risks to the club's future are addressed. I mean, that's a fair questions and comments. Bang on. Yeah. I Totally agree. Totally. Uh, I don't think there'll be any Dundee fan that's against, well, I say there will be people that's against moving, but the majority 
will be in favour of moving to a new stadium if it benefits us. But yeah, it throws up that question, uh, what's your plan B if it doesn't happen? Or is it, are you that confident it's going to happen that you're not even bothered about it? But at the same time, um, just speak to the fans, talk to the, the people that pay money into the club, season ticket sponsorship. Can like even like we deserve any answers? Like people that do stuff external for the club, for the, but about the club, you know, boys at the Dundee forums, other websites or something like that. Can um, speak to them. Just kind of get get rid of the fears that they've got because there is yeah. fears there. There, there is. I said I said that the grant last week. Um, Mines has been like a Coventry City type uh, yeah. club. You didn't own the stadium. They've been chucked out of it before. Um, found themselves playing miles away. Um, that's yeah. them now back in the stadium. Um, but it's that whole years of no hain at home, the embarrassment of no hain at home. Um, you, they need to come out and, and say something to the fans, at least, I would have thought. Because um, we're quick to come in, we plans. This is what's happening. This is, this is. There's the plans there. Um, we want to hear spade in the green bed this time and that time. Well, that's that's great. Love to hear that type of thing. But there's questions here about like more of a serious nature, if you know what I mean. Yeah. The other Clear stuff there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What if, what if that? What if this? That's how you got to come out and answer some questions about that. Again. Nobody's got the crystal ball that works in the kind of you know to predict the future, but mm-hmm. I mean there is some of these questions, and I think they've, they've probably been raised before, but they've not been actually answered. So I yeah. think that's the frustration. I think mm-hmm. that is the frustration in it. That yeah, I'm positive think, that these haven't just been raised now; they've been raised before. Correct. Yeah, correct. And I think it was probably Grant on the last pod, and I think he was bang on. He was basically like, "Look, us Dundee fans, we've been through." two admins and that so we're not really wanting and we've had you know all these idiot club owners have nearly ran the club into the ground and stuff know that i'm saying that nelms and keys are your keys is us know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um we just we just want to know what we're getting ourselves into yeah and like you says we want to know if something goes pete tong what's the what's the plan b yeah you know i mean that is the thing, because... be interesting to see if they come out and say anything. I think they probably will, but it'll probably be like one of those political statements that kind of yeah. dilly-dallies around, you know, the main thing. But yeah. We'll see, we'll see. They'll shimmy around the question. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what it'll be, because we've never... Let's be honest about that. I mean, I don't think we've ever had a clear message back the past few years when there's been questions asked. Uh, answers back, I mean, when there's been questions asked. I don't really think there's been any proper ones. We've kind of, like you say, we've shimmied around the actual question that's been put onto them. Um, but there's not been any definite answer back. Um, I didn't think we'll get a clear one back after this. To I be hate honest. that, like a pure grey area. It's, yeah. it's black or white. Yeah. You know I mean, it's yes or no. It's just a simple yes or no. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Just... Oh, just fucking just come out and just reassure the fans yeah like that's how you've got to i feel myself getting riled a wee bit <laughs> but we'll hear one good thing since last week is that i think the d for life went well over the 300 uh mark for yeah. membership i think back yeah. in its heyday it was five thousand i think at one point it was the biggest ever like fans uh shareholders or something like that in the uk um, so it also took a, a massive tumble for it to go back that way, but it's good to see it kind of building back up again. And it will build. That, that's the thing. It will build yeah. back up. I have no doubt about that at all. It's because they've got no, boys on there that are willing to ask questions, be vocal about it. Well, no, no vocal as in can shout and swear, but speaking loud enough for other people to hear. Um, Putting the points across eloquently yeah. and well, not just... Fucking this and fucking that. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm saying that previous regimes were like that. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I mean, Grant, fucking heck, he's he's a smart guy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, brilliant writer as well. <laughs> You're trying to get a free book out of him, are you? I've already got. I've got a free book out of him. Well, you want it signed in? <laughs> Actually, I think he signed the AK eighty six one. <laughs> nah, he's a good lad. Yeah, Very but good lad. it's good to see them. I noticed that they were they had flyers made up, handing out flyers as well to get more people signed up. So, um, like you say, all for D for life, making a 
making a comeback because it is. Um, see the see on those flyers. Sorry, interrupt there again, Danny. I feel like I'm interrupting you a lot. Sorry, man. That's okay. The QR code on that flyer. Did you try it or that? No. Because I was just I was just wondering because it'll probably just be the, you know the usual QR code. You just scan, boom, it takes you to the oh, sign up. Sign up. Yeah. Sign up page. And I, I signed up on it was last Saturday. It took me five minutes tops. Mm-hmm. Would have probably been a couple of minutes, but I had about ten beers. <laughs> there you go. If you're sober, a couple of minutes. Couple if you're not, ten then. minutes. But it's only a tenner for the whole year membership, and you see, you can get in touch with questions for them to ask, or questions about the D for life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, say they have no, absolute, they have no any thing to any any queries about the way they're running stuff or asking questions. So, yeah, um, but. Here, give it give it a sign up because yep. I do believe that the questions that they're asking are fair to be honest and deserve a fair answer back. Doesn't have to be doesn't have to go into like paragraphs long statement, just something. Or just meet with them and speak to them. Mm. Even if it's confidential stuff, just speak to them. I think come out and say, um, like we spoke to them, happy enough we what we heard and stuff. But hey, there the boys in the suits can deal with that. No two jabronis like us sitting here with hoodies on. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Have you got a hoodie on as well? Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Premax finest. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Blink>. <laughs> right. What have we got next, Danny? We're diving into the D-Archive yet again. Woo! Paul, you want to believe how much stuff I've put into the, the D-Archive this week? Ridiculous amount of uh, stats and whatever going in. Um, I don't know why. I went back and started adding. So I've done seasons, done full seasons. But player profiles, if you didn't add like a picture, they didn't come up on just like played for both teams and stuff. Can just read things like that. So I've spent the best part of the week adding like six seasons worth of bloody information into player profiles. You've got too much time on your hands. I've no time. That is the problem. <laughs> I was going. I was going to my beds, dreaming about player profiles and everything. I had it bad. I had it bad. <laughs> That's the passion. <laughs> yeah, but passion. just to fill the the pages because I've been doing also a lot of stock going on to seasons like match reports, um, sweet things like scores and minutes and all that. But I thought, what about when you go into these other pages that have like got added extra and added on like top five appearances top five goals against said teams and everything and it's Plus. not coming up proper so I thought right pictures date of birth signings uh, when you signed when you left kind of stuff like that all added on it um, yeah it's all worthwhile please go and look give at it give me a like on the give it nah definitely I'd 100% have a look at it it's brilliant um, give it a like on the players and the managers the, the timeline yeah kind of like when they've joined yeah First goal, or first appearance, first goal. I think that's class. Mm-hmm. I love that. Got a few more ideas up my, my sleeve for stuff. Um, like milestone pages. So it'll just come up. First player to play 25, 50, 75. Mm-hmm. Are they doing goals? Same with that one. See if we can get that in. Um, and then maybe just look in the stupid stats, like first player that 25 sub-appearances or something. Just wee stupid <laughs> stuff that nobody will bother about. But you look at it and go, oh, yeah, right enough. Mm-hmm. I think Stevie Mill might win that in about the sub appearance. Oh, Stevie it? Mill, yeah, fucking hundred percent, hundred percent. But listen, I've went back. So, twenty first of November on this day, it was the first ever competitive game against Dundee United, and it was at Dens. Eighteen thousand turned up, and it was nil nil. That was nineteen twenty five. I know there were Dundee Hibs beforehand, but we only played them in wee diddy friendly tournaments and whatnot, so that was the first ever competitive game. Nil nil. <laughs> Born nil nil. Born nil nil. <laughs> oh well. Twenty <laughs> second right. November two thousand and nine. Three two against Cali Fissel in the Alba Cup. Oy. Is it Bullfits for Cali? Scored an OG. Uh, Havkins scored about five minutes later, and then Craig Forsyth knocked up seven minutes to go. Boom. 
one of scenes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, the Where was that game again? Where was that game again? McDermott Park. It was there. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was there. Yeah. Dundee fans starved the success, so we filled three stands. Yeah, yep. For I the, remember that. For the wee Diddy Cup. Good night, though. <laughs> it was a good game. That was brilliant. First half was shite. Oh, absolutely. Oh, what boofing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jockey Scott told a good story about that at the manager's night. He did, yeah. Uh, Some guy ran down the stairs all the way for the back to say that he was fucking shite. Um, with the first goal. Shite. Yeah, and then the second goal went and ran down again. He'd tell him he's shite and should go. And then at the end of the game, he ran down and shook his hand. <laughs> yeah, just for that mate fair, fair play to the boy <laughs> admitting he was incorrect <laughs> right the 23rd 3-2 against United Caballero Hernandez level 2002 yeah it was definitely that game I've no signings on this one actually I've actually no signings or birthdays it's just our games um, that's alright the 24th no going too far back 2017 2-1 against Rangers Marco Hara double under, ah. under the lights. Was I at that game? Bound to have been. <laughs> certainly was. I think certainly was. Scored in the 66th minute. And then um, it was actually Dean Windass. Josh Windass went up and scored in the 70th. And then with 10 minutes to go, I think it was the wee Scott Allen pass, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Scott <laughs> Allen's pass, mate. Oh, wow. Brilliant. Three points in the bag. Oh, yeah. I was dead, yeah. Definitely that game. Rangers fans wiping away their tears in the Union Jack flags. <laughs> Cry more. <laughs> the 26th of November, no, 25th of November, 1950. 5-0 against Sitman. And the only reason I picked out is because 20,000 fans were at a game against Sitman at Dents. Class, man. Fuck. But it's also like post-war kind of crowds. Uh, they went right up. But, um, Probably get in the game for a half crown or something. <laughs> Able to walk in. <laughs> and you walked in with your carrier as well. Maybe half oh. ball. Oof, class. Those are the days. And for anybody that was maybe there, um, George Christie got two, Johnny Patillo got two, and Alfie Boy for the penalty spot. Hey. I heard it was a good penalty. It's probably on the, the YouTube page. <laughs> 26. 2 1 against Cali, 2016. Craig White in and. Gadzilov. I think we wore the the pink strip for was it Maggie's? I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, the first, I don't think I was there. No, that was probably the one of the first time in many years that we beat Cali at Dens. So we went through like a ban period of just like never doing well. Can't stand it. <laughs> the twenty seventh, fifth two against Kelly, nineteen eighty two. Who scored? Glad you asked. Jimmy Murphy got two. Hmm. Peter Mackey got one. Hmm. Davy Bell and Cammy Fraser. Dundee were 5-0 up and then decided to let Kelly score two goals in the last seven minutes. Yeah. Ballard. I've got a great view that. Shh. Told you I had a moan. <laughs> You've had multiple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but that's it for this week for the D archive. Hey, I love that. No hey. much there. No much there to be honest. But as what it is, slum pickings indeed. <laughs> so that's us for this week again. Um, like you say, Hamilton win preview of the Airdrie game as well as the Air United again, and the D. I wish AGM. it was. I wish. You know what? I wish it was Air United. But it's obviously not. Right. Right. Come down, big fella. Oh. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to see Big Ashy going through that fucking academy, like, oh, just fucking kill him. Eh? <laughs> yeah, the size of that boy, though. Jesus. Oh, he's, he's a he's some player. Like, Hopefully by the time I play them, he's maybe no there. <laughs> I think it's, somebody will come in. I've probably said it before. Somebody will come in for him in January. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Something like 16 games, 14 goals. Yeah. Anyway, we're not speaking about Area United. It's Airdrie Onions. It's Airdrie Onions. We'll speak about, hopefully, 
Give them a pump in. Yeah. 7 0, you said. I'll go for it. I'll go for a 2 0. Okay. It'll be 2 0. I will go 7 2. We'll be 7 0 up and then we'll just sit back. <laughs> There'll be blood on the next pod if that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening in again. Paul, thanks again for coming on. We'll be Pleasure. back. We'll be back next week. Like we'll say, hopefully speaking about an Airdrie win. I know, I don't do one against Airdrie in the Scottish Cup. Ah, jinxed it. I've jinxed it. Ah, sorry, sorry lads. <laughs> Lasses. Ah, that's it. Get your money on, Airdrie. Well, no. <laughs> well, we'll be back to... <laughs> <laughs> we were back to speak about the Scottish Cup game regardless of the result and the up-and-coming game against whoever we're playing. Yeah. We'll speak to you next week. <laughs>